What is this recording? Yes, we are back here. Hello and welcome episode. to a third episode of the Yang Gang Podcast. Yeah, we are your hosts as always, individual one and individual two. I believe it was A and B, a but and B. we can we can replace yeah, it yeah, back and forth. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Anyway. So today so. we're here specifically to talk about. For those of you, uh, obviously, if you're listening to this, you're an Andrew Yang fan, so that's why you're here. We're talking about today is his policies. He has tweeted out, I believe, 12 or 13 of them at this point in time, and we're going to go through them, um, three of them at least a week, and we're going to go through his first three this week, and and we're going to give you a little bit of an update about the status his status of his campaign and what's his going whereabouts on. his doings happenings like i mean if we can't if we don't mention the cnn town hall off the bat like what are we really doing i know what are we doing with our lives here so april 14th april 14th is andrew yang gets on to the cnn debate stage and he's going to on a very large platform the biggest platform he's mm, had yep. yes Get to spread his message. Um, and all the better that it's the same time as Game of Thrones. <laughs> wow, what a night. What a night. What a night. It's, it's... Okay, let me ask you a question. If, if, if Andrew Yang was a Game of Thrones character, who would you who would you say he was? I would say he's Jon Snow. Why would I say no. he's Jon Snow? Because what was the common theme with Jon Snow's character? He wanted to rise above the petty arguments and, and rally people around a common enemy. The now, I wouldn't... The Night King. That's now, I wouldn't Bush say, you know... <laughs> sorry, I'm, I was uh, distracted. Yeah, um, the Night King and, and Andrew Yang is Jon Snow, I think, is, is what you're trying to say. Exactly. Why I said that, though, is because Jon Snow is trying to rise above the petty squabblings of the short-sightedness and say, look, there is this common enemy out there. Now, Andrew Yang is not saying that automation is this enemy, like the fucking Night King with, you know, fire-breathing dragon here. But um, yeah. it's it's um, it's an impending but it kinda is. conflict in, in, in a way. It kind of is. In a way, yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, okay. So but I'm, anyway, so Sunday... April 14th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. That's yeah. 5 p.m. Pacific Time for all you motherfuckers out here. That's 5 p.m. Pacific. 5 p.m. Pacific. Wow. I did not know that. Mm. Gonna have to get off work early that day, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, company. Yeah, because we will be, we are planning on broadcasting that. We will we be, will be broadcasting that. live. We will be watching that live. Yes. We're all live. So, so tune in as you are watching it unfold before your eyes. Yes. Andrew Yang will be on his largest platform yet. Um, and I yeah. think he has a good chance to win the crowd. Yeah, I, I okay. He catches, he, okay, he catches your attention right off the bat by saying universal basic income. That's his right. go-to. That's his first policy, which is, right? Yeah. Okay, which we will get to. But he, 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 he understands that that is the attention grabber. Saying that at the outset is the is his way of opening the line of discussion. Right. It allows him to explain himself, and he has a very clear cut argument. He sticks to it. He sticks to that specific argument, something that I believe he wrote in his book. Um, yeah, I I have one. I mean, my my thing about Andrew Yang is, and I think you would agree with this. You're predominantly left leaning, and I am kind of in the middle. 
maybe gravitating towards what would be right-leaning, I guess, now. I'm very conservative economically. And so I'm, off the yeah. bat, off the bat, I heard $1,000 a month, and I thought, that's crazy. But then I actually heard this man explain it. Did you have this clip pulled up? Did I have it pulled up? Um, you had a clip. But then I heard him. Was it from the, the recent Ben Shapiro show? Um, maybe. Maybe. All right. For those who don't, this is another topic. For those who don't know, Andrew Yang was recently on Ben Shapiro. This actually released maybe less than an hour ago. Um, so we actually. Premiered 12 hours ago. To this. But um, you can go to that, listen to that, to actually listen to him speak. But based on my experience, I listened to him speak, and as someone who is a who is a staunch proponent of capitalism, here's a comment: a Democratic candidate who united a Ben Shapiro comment section. I never thought I'd see the day. Exactly, I couldn't even. This man is winning people over with his explanations. And here's the thing: he's I'm not he is stepping above party here. lines. He's stepping above party lines. That's why he says it's. Excuse me, it's not left, it's not right, but it's forward because, be, because, and that's what Jon Snow says. Exactly. He's like, look. You have, there's a common enemy out there and it's coming for us. It's coming for us. What are you doing? What are you arguing about? What are you doing? That's our terrible Jon Snow accents for everyone. Uh, Just to get you hyped up for Game of Thrones, that is a week away. Yeah, April 14th. But back to the the crux of the the podcast, which is the, the three policies that we would like to discuss with you today. One of them being the universal basic income policy. One, Shab, take it from there. Universal basic income. Okay, so anyone who's listened to episodes number one and two of this podcast definitely know what this is. But we are catering this. We need. We want to keep. We want to just keep listener, really right? hammering this point and into I people. I think any any of the old listeners who agree with this policy would probably agree with the fact that we need to cater. We need as many people to hear this message as as they can possibly hear it. And this is not socialism, people. This is capitalism, where the income does not start at zero, right? This is policy number one. We need, like, we need to get the monkey off people's backs. I know. Right. I'm just I know. I'm just. And that monkey on the point. back is is Mr. Taxman. You know, yeah. like coming for your dollar, and uh, but he ends up giving it back to you. The, and it, 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 I really believe it can make it, it can make you breathe easier. Yeah, I agree. You know, maybe just maybe. Of course, there's going to be those shitheads out there who use those thousand dollars poorly, but. Maybe they'll they'll run out of that phase. Yeah, yeah. I um, I think it would be good for people predominantly like. Predominantly, I think it would. I think it would be good for what they what they are currently. Um, I mean, besides maybe for some people who should pay maybe more taxes. Um, for the middle class, taxes should not rise. They should not. For the lower class, taxes should definitely not rise. And that's what I'm saying. And what we need is a system that... Because here's the thing. And this is what Andrew Yang says. So I'm just repeating this. But if you give a people an extra $1,000 a month, they're going to spend that money. That they money are going to spend that money. The economy. Yeah. And it will give people the ability to start new businesses. To give them... It'll just get that... It's just enough. Just to get them the ability to do the things that they need to do to start new businesses and try to thrive and make it in America. And it'll, they'll have a better chance. They will have a better chance. There's a comment. Chance. My IQ went up 10 points and my annual net went up 12K after this video. Yeah. 
See, people, you got to watch it. Yeah. He yeah. he's winning over the left, the right, because he is a, he is the smartest politician. Yeah. Here's the thing: if we make nothing right now. off this podcast and Andrew Yang gets elected, it's still a return of twelve grand. You know what I'm saying? But that's but that's not even what it like. People, America is a place. Like the founding fathers supported this idea, but couldn't make it happen. We can make it happen now. Yeah. And we need to adapt to the things that are coming to us, which is automation. And the fact that a lot of these jobs will be replaced. It's not if, it's just when. And and it's going to be sooner than a lot of these people think. So Dude, it's amazing. There's not, there's not one single negative comment on this video. Here's everyone is everyone is agreeing behind Yang's fucking message, man. It's because he goes out and respectfully says, "This is just what's gonna happen." This is just what is like, what it I'm, is. I'm not, this is I'm not playing these political games here. This is think of I'm the other de- think of this. even the other Democratic candidates who have this. They still the, have the these agendas, pie in the sky. We need to break up the tech companies and like and yet maybe, but yeah, like that's not. That's not the that's not no. the issue. No, it's not. No, the technology is coming. It's it's, it's here. It's here, and it's, it's coming more, here. and it's going to keep coming. It's going to keep coming. So what? We're just going to we're not going to adapt. No, I mean. And and this man is he wants to get happen. ahead of it. He wants to get out ahead of it. Yeah. So, um, okay, but the universal basic income and, and would would be the buffer zone for a lot of people. Who would suffer from losing their jobs due to automation? What it is those people will do is people people, like and to the critics that say people are just gonna live on this. No, they're not. They're not gonna live on it. They're not. No. And and this is just a benchmark of what should be a modern society. You, I mean, I would like people to think for a minute. You know, there are people out there who. I know in their minds right now is like, man, if I just had that extra, mm, that I'd be able to, I'd be able to invest in that class that would change my life. Yeah. You know, if I just had that, mm, I could, I could go back to school. I could invest in this, even if it's something small. That little small investment could lead to the next, to the next, to the next, and it end up being something big and change the whole fucking course of your life. Right. Next policy. Yeah. New policy number two. This was tweeted out by Andrew Yang on March 28th at 11.12 a.m. Pacific time. New policy number two, ranked choice voting. Our current first-past-the-post system rewards incumbents and often does not reveal voter preferences because people are afraid to waste votes. The process matters. Ranked choice vote voting would improve our democracy. That's, that's the direct that is the verbatim tweet. So what is your feelings about this? Do you do you know what this means? Do we need to explain this more? I think we probably do need to explain this more. I think we should. Okay. So right now we have a plurality voting system where everybody selects like a single preference and then the person with the most votes wins. And so by a single preference we mean like if you register as a Democrat, then you vote in the Democratic primary, right? But if you if you register as a Republican, you cannot vote in the Democratic primary. That's what he's talking about. And so a third-party candidate in this case is not going to show up on the ballot for a registered Democrat. 
And this is a problem, and this is what he's talking about. Um, that's really interesting. And ranked choice voting, but he's talking about specifically... I'm not too well-versed with... Let me, okay, I'll, allow, I'll allow you to take the reins on this one. Okay, do you, are you familiar with the way that like the MLB's MVP voting works? Because this is the way this works. In you know ranked, me, I'm not much of a baseball guy. Yeah, okay. Let me explain it to you. In ranked choice voting, each voter ranks their top three candidates from one to three. After this is complete, every voter's choice is tallied. If one candidate receives over 50% of the vote, they just win the election. If no candidate hits the majority <laughs> threshold, the candidate with the fewest votes is then eliminated. Then everyone who listed the candidates as their first choice has their second choice considered. These second choice votes are added to the totals for the remaining candidates. If a candidate at this point has, has received over 50% of the votes, then they win. Otherwise, the process repeats itself until someone does receive a majority of the votes. And that is ranked choice voting. So gotcha. that is can, that is policy number two. And I actually I think it's a great policy. It's very Does he speak on any any uh, thing about, uh, re, uh, related to gerrymandering? I know that is a topic that's. Um, the honest answer is I don't know. We're going through policies one through three today, and maybe we'll get like, here's, to that. Here's the thing, people. He here's does. the thing, people. It's like for me, uh, you know, I'm not too well versed into the nitty gritty details of politics. You know, I know my purpose that I'm serving here is to just simply keep you updated on Yang's activities. If you go to yang2020.com slash policies, you can look up all of his policies. Everything that we're currently talking about. There is not a policy currently about gerrymandering, but honestly, this, like, his policies page is way better. Than he has one, one word for his guiding principle in this policy, and that is democracy. Democracy. No, but that's what it should be. Um, that's I mean, it's what it should be. This is America. What we I read, what I read recently democracy. in an article was how our individualistic culture, the me, me, me culture that has developed not just recently, yeah, not just, not just recently, but over the past several decades since the boomers, um, we because it became so individualistic, we lost that kind of unified bond that this country experienced prior to World War, prior and during World War II. And then it was after that when people started resting on their laurels yeah. and kind of let the system disintegrate based on um, what we started to become as individuals. Yeah. More self-centered, more focused on... Um, what can I do for myself and not for, you know, the you know community's good and the ultimately the greater good. Yeah. For the country and. I agree. I know I can do more. Yeah. I know I can do more. I know I can volunteer more, help out in organizations, reach out more. Yeah. But um. I, I think agree. there's 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 so many distractions that you know everyone falls victim to, yeah. the TV, the fucking stupid phone. Yeah. You know. Oh, the phone. Sure. It keeps us. It keeps us from exploring the world, and like I said, volunteering for organizations. Sometimes, I mean, everyone want, can get over it. You want to develop a country that where people have the financial ability and and consciousness right. to volunteer. Policy three. Policy three is democracy dollars, and I think you're going to be Oof. excited about this. One. Democracy about dollars, this. people. Democracy okay. fucking now, dollars. I'm going to directly quote this because I cannot have said it better myself, which is why I want to vote for this guy. Okay, here we go. 
the big problem right now with running for office is that you have to get money on your side and people on your side. And these are two different things. Okay, imagine if every American had $100 to give their favorite candidate. Ima like, honestly, honestly. Imagine if you had $100 to give your favorite candidate out there. That is democracy. Like, I'm just going to continue. We need to put that on t-shirt. Yeah. Then if Democracy you get 10,000 people behind you, you have a million dollars. Then you can act in the best interests of the people you represent instead, instead of sucking up to corporations, to rich people, which is where all of this money, this, this donated money, even from people like Bernie Sanders, comes from, right? Right. That's where it comes from. Calling rich people for money, according to Andrew Yang, is soul-crushing. We'd be all be better off if politicians just needed to worry about representing the people that elected them. I could not... Rather than hustling for money all of the time. Rather than hustling for money all Damn. of the time. Damn. So well put. Uh, amazing, dude. Amazing. And we here's the thing about America is that we need to develop a system. This is people. We're just... It's all people. Like, you... This guy is just we so goddamn practical. He's he's just he's too practical for a politician. Right. It's mind-boggling, but, but he's he is what's needed. The reason that I feel the need to go on this podcast is because of this. Like honestly, because the corporate the corporate influences are going to be there to so much extent that I'm afraid of them even wanting to spread his message because they're afraid that it's going to get popular and affect them. That's why I feel the need to come on here and speak to all of you about how I believe that this is, that these ideas are the future and are needed to really advance America to the point where I think that we all want it to be. Even if, because look, we all want the same things. We all Everyone want wants, the every, same Every thing. human wants the same thing. No matter what background you're from, no matter your, you know, no matter your economic situation, what have you, everyone wants the same fucking thing. It's called the human condition. Yeah. Could We're all in this together, which is why. What does Andrew Yang say? Humanity first. Humanity first. I, I kind of was. I kind of wanted us to say it together, like humanity first. Yep. Yeah. And that's. Well. But that's what I'm talking about. This isn't a Republican idea. This isn't a Democratic idea. Although some people on the right would be like, you want to give a $1,000 a month to people? Yes. Yes. I do. You yeah. also get $1,000 It's like, uh, y'all got a better solution? No. They don't. Here's they the just thing. want to bitch we and moan, but they don't money. have any solutions. We can give this money to the They'll banks. They'll stick in the status quo. At least, at least Andrew Yang people. has the testicular fortitude to fucking propose not only a radical idea... But a radical idea grounded in like some practicality, yeah. and it, and him saying like no, it actually can work. It's just no one has the balls to essentially fucking try to make it happen. Right. Um, so. On that note, um, keep a keep an eye out for April fourteenth, CNN Town Hall. Andrew Yang will be uh, will be on right before you tune in to Game of Thrones, which is going to be fucking crazy. Um, he also asks, and this is the last thing we'll say, he's also asking that you should host a hashtag Yangtown Hall watch yeah. party. 
we, we you can click to sign up. We will be able to hear it after it's done. Indeed. Uh, until uh, we will be keeping you updated, we will be recording live as that uh, is happening. So we hope you tune in. Um, and we, I should, should we note about the uh, the website? Yeah, yanggangpodcast.com. Yanggangpodcast.com. We have all kinds of apparel. You can also find all of our podcasts on Spotify. Yes. Uh, and you can also learn a little bit more about what, what we're coming from uh, in our About page. And um, uh, a portion of all proceeds, of course. Funds go, these activities. Go to Yang2020. And we'll go to uh, the Yang2020 campaign. So uh, we're trying to make it happen, people. Like, we, yeah. I, we just want to be able to, to, make, to make this podcast continue to happen. It's not about us. It's about yeah. humanity first. Exactly. And on that note, until next time. Until next time. We'll be going over policies four, five, and six. Keep it yang. Yeah. Keep it yang. All right, guys. You have a good day. Bye-bye.